Wow. Hmm. All right. Well, what's up, everybody? Grim Green back here today. Thank you so much for joining me again. Yeah, we're doing another Tuesday Bro Tuesday. Tuesday Bro Tuesday. It's back. It's here. It's back permanently, I believe. I, I really genuinely missed this particular stream. I got a little, you know... I got a little weird and creative last week with my content and with the vloggings like over the last two weeks just because quarantine's been weird for me, you guys. How are you guys doing? Quarantine's been really bizarre for me. It's been weird in, in terms of looking at YouTube, content, Grim Green, everything. It's just been really weird. So I was fiddling around with my content. We did some pre-shot vlogs that I thought were really, really fun. I loved being in the chat with you guys. We're going back to live, live Tuesday, bro Tuesday, the live vlog on Thursday. Gates open, come on in, welcome. We're gonna be talking about nicotine today. Holy crap, nicotine's been making the news like crazy. Steven Rodriguez, I am the hell doing, uh, doing pretty good. Steven, doing pretty good. Neil, first super chat right out of the gate. And here, I'm gonna do this before I answer Neil's super chat. Before I wanna, no, I'm not gonna do that. That's a dick move to do. I was gonna do kind of a dick move. It's just something that happens. Um, I wanna, thank you, thank you, Ethan. I'm gonna get to those super, two super chats in a second. The super chats, for some reason, I love them. You know, they're great. They always, get derailed, you know, they, they derail the conversation sometimes. So I don't want, I, I, I'm just gonna try to keep Super Chats on topic. I made this fancy little graphic. Is this too much? Is this over the top? Is this, is this like Gretchen Whitmer move right here? Is this me telling Target what they can and can't sell? I would just, you know, I wanna try to keep the Super Chats on topic. But with that said, I got two Super Chats right here. We got one from, uh, let's see, Neil was first. Neil, very, very gracious of you. Uh, yo, yo, Nick, just wanted to say hi as I'm about to go to sleep. Also, Max, go to bed. Yes, Max, go to bed. Neil, yo, yo, to you, my man. Appreciate you. Hope you're doing good. Uh, Ethan, very, very gracious of you. You know the Neil did. You know the Neil, you know. Have I mentioned it's been just a little bit since I've been live streaming? I might be a little bit rusty. Although I use that excuse way too much, I think. I think it comes to a certain point where you can just, you can look at your screen and you can say, Grim Green, stop using that excuse. It's been a decade, okay? You're not rusty. Ethan, you know the deal, Nick. Positive vibes to all. Yes, positive vibes to all. Uh, much love to everybody. Be excellent to each other. All those... Uh, all those wonderful things. And I know there's I, there's another one here just waiting from Eifer. Uh, just been writing a bunch, been helping. Yes, Eifer, that's awesome. I've been, if you follow me on Instagram, I posted something that I drew recently. Um, it was just a, some fucking weird drawing I drew. And uh, I've been drawing recently, lately, uh, during quarantine. I've It's been one of those things where I keep telling myself, Oh, you should draw. You should draw something. You should get down and do some drawing tonight. You should draw. You know, it's something I really wanted to do. And then I constantly, constantly just procrastinate it and procrastinate it. And then recently, I've just started drawing. And it doesn't matter if what I draw is terrible or not or goofy or not. I'm just drawing and, and I'm enjoying it and I'm happy. I'm happy and it's keeping me, uh, you know, it, it's, it's keeping me a little, helping keep me a little bit sane. Sane. Otherwise, you know, quarantine, uh, it, it's difficult. It's difficult not leaving the house, dude. That's the hardest part. 
uh, is not really seeing that there's uh, civilizations outside of your own neighborhood. It's just really bizarre. I mean, Casey and I have been uh, really lucky, uh, really fortunate enough to be with each other during quarantine, which is awesome. Um, we just got a, you know, when we got a new house a year ago, so we've had that, which is awesome. We've been doing housework stuff. We've been swimming in our pool. People exactly quarantine equals animal crossing for a lot of people. Quarantine equals drawing for me and uh, housework, you know, lots of yard work. I think we're going to paint our living room. You know, we got big plans for this quarantine. But uh, that's really just, you know, a little bit of an update from me. I, I've been doing good. I've been hanging in there, man. It's just, you know, I, I got all weird and fiddly with my YouTube. We did some pre-recorded vlogs again, which I thought was really, really fun. I got to be in the chat and hang out. And that was really, really fun during the vlogs. At least I had a really good time. And so we're getting back into it. You know, we're, we're just getting back into it. We're going, we're getting back into the live streaming. Today, we're here to talk about nicotine. I'm going to be talking about nicotine kind of in, in big general terms. I'm going to be painting with a pretty broad brush today, but I did want to tell a little bit of my nicotine story. I have a little bit of a complicated relationship with nicotine as I'm assuming a lot of uh, vapors and smokers and tobacco users do have a complicated relationship with nicotine. My story's no different. You know, sometimes, sometimes you really love it. Sometimes you really hate it. Sometimes you hate that you love it so much. And sometimes you love that you love it so much. Sometimes it's a benefit. Sometimes it's a detriment. And the thing is, it's literally different for every person. Every single person is different. Stay hydrated, hydro homies. So yeah, nicotine, nicotine, crazy. Well, yeah, we're here to talk about nicotine. And I guess the first thing that I want to mention, the, the big news, the big news article, the big news item is this, uh, is this French article. Let me see if I can have a screenshot of it here. Where is it? Here's the big French headline. Yeah, coronavirus outbreak. French researchers to test nicotine patches on coronavirus patients. Study, which stresses serious health risks of smoking. Yes. It suggests a substance in tobacco may lower the risk of getting coronavirus. This is everywhere. This is crazy everywhere. We're going to be going over a few articles today. Um, I'm not going to be reading like full, full articles. We're not going to be doing full story time with Grim Green, although we definitely could. It might be beneficial. But I'm going to give you some like condensed, you know, footnotes, I guess, for some of these articles. I spent today just literally buried up to my neck, just reading and reading and reading. So I'm hoping to be able to explain kind of what's going on with this nicotine. It's crazy. What's up to you, Terrell? How are you doing, Terrell? Thanks for coming out, man. You here to learn about nicotine? You here to hang out? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you for coming out, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, um, nicotine. So yeah, this is the big headline. Crazy. French researchers to test nicotine patches on, uh, on COVID patients. And this kind of where I basically tracked this back down to is there was a similar... There was a study done in China early on during COVID where they kind of made they kind of noticed that the majority of the COVID patients coming in, especially those that needed to be, you know, ambulanced and hospitalized, were non-smokers and that smokers represented a really small portion of the overall infected people in China at that time. And th and this happened I believe in January and the study was came out and uh, it was kind of originally, you know, speculated. China was saying, look, there might be something here. We have extraordinarily low numbers of smokers getting, 
you know, contracting COVID, contracting COVID SARS-2, incredibly low, incredibly low. And so these French researchers and this French doctor in France and the hospital's name that did this, what's the hospital's name? No idea. I don't speak French. Uh, I don't know what some of those little hieroglyphs mean there. I don't know if that means you roll your E's. That's the hospital. <laughs> that's the hospital in, in France. From this big French headline, that's the hospital. Oh, good Lord. All right, hang on. I got to pump the brakes here. OBS has given me the spinning beach ball of death, and that's no good. That's no good. Okay. Whew. Dang, we almost had a gigantic dangle clack there. Gigantic dangle clack there. And this idea that nicotine could possibly prevent you from contracting COVID or at least, at the very least, lessen your chances of contracting COVID, this is, this is bonkers thinking. This is outside the box thinking. This is gonna be one of those things, you know, this is coming up for discussion in the mainstream media very, very soon. I mean, it, it's, it's the rumblings of a big news story that's about to break with this nicotine. And the idea that nicotine can, I mean, they've there's two studies so far. There's another one that's just waiting to get done. Human trials is what they're doing in France. Let me see if I can, uh, well, there was a quick little overview here. Uh, the study at a major Paris hospital suggests a substance in tobacco, possibly nicotine. What else? I mean, really, what else is it going to be? <laughs> it could be one of them carcinogens. No, it's nicotine, of course. Maybe stopping patients who smoke from catching COVID-19. Clinical trials of nicotine patches are awaiting the approval of the country's health authorities. They're going to do clinical trials of nicotine patches on public health workers, you know, and essential workers, nicotine. This is, the, this is the third now, I believe, phase or part of this study where it's, uh, they're testing it on humans. You'll teach me how to pronounce that, Max? If there's one person in here, Max, that could get that pronunciation through to me, it could be you. All I know how to say in French is, uh, uh, Je m'appelle Jus d'Orange. That's it. And that it's just my name is Orange Juice. Doesn't mean anything. But it means something. It means that my name is Orange Juice. But it's a lie because my name is not Orange Juice. It's not Orange Juice. Nicotine patches. This is the hospital. This was also reported on Yahoo News. We're going to go a little bit more in depth into this. Yahoo News. Smokers four times less likely to contract COVID-19, prompting, prompting nicotine patch trials on patients. One of the things that no matter where you read this, no matter what format you're reading this on, no matter what website you're reading this on, they always, it's like, it's like the world forgot about vaping. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it like, Less than two months ago, like two months ago, that literally the world was talking about vaping. I mean, every country and the United States, the White House had a big meeting about it. We all forgot about vaping somehow because every single one of these articles that you read about the nicotine and COVID, 
they really drive the point home. Look, that you know, don't start smoking because of this. Don't start smoking. They have to really pound that into the ground that even if nicotine is helping, which it looks like that nicotine is really, really helping, don't start smoking. People, and, and the reason that they have to do that is people are just scared of vaping. <laughs> you wouldn't have to warn people not to smoke cigarettes. If you deliver the news that nicotine helps COVID and people start running for cigarettes, then you didn't do your job communicating what vaping is and the potential health risks or lack thereof health risks of vaping. You wouldn't need to specify don't buy cigarettes because people's first thought wouldn't be, I'm going to go buy cigarettes. People's first thought, if we had been communicating correctly over the last few years, would be to go to, straight to vaping, right? Straight to vaping. It's, a, it's just a shame that we don't have a product with you know, tens of millions of users worldwide that is a reduced harm way to get nicotine into crazy. How did we all forget about vaping suddenly? Yeah, pity. It is Aileen, right? Real pity. It's like everybody's memory was just erased or something. It's like in the United States, well, I sure hope people don't, you know, go, go for cigarettes when they hear this nicotine news. Well, they wouldn't, they would, if they weren't so scared of vaping, people might go, oh, <laughs> vaping, that could be a, that could be a way, nicotine, right? Nicotine. And so what happened? So what happened in, in France is they, they, they're talking about this news. They're announcing this news about nicotine helping protect you from COVID. And it's not just that the nicotine helps you helps prevent you from contracting COVID. It also suppresses a lot of the symptoms and it keeps other things in check. If I had memorized this, I could just rattle this off to you, but I didn't. So I'm just going to read from this article real quickly. This is from the Guardian article. This is from this headline right here. French researchers to test nicotine patches. Hold please. Damn it. I have it and I don't have it anymore. So they, so they announced this news uh, in France, and of course, what happens is there's a huge run on NRTs, nicotine patches and gums and things like this. Crazy run on nicotine gums and patches. Yeah, I agree with you, Green-Eyed Lady. Nicotine is beneficial for many people, many people. It's not just helping keep you clean. It's helping keep a lot of people clean. And it's really beneficial to a lot of people. We're definitely going to get all, all into that. All, all into that. 100%. One 100%. 200%. So they have this huge run on NRTs. In fact, uh, this one, this article popped up for me as well. France bans online sale of nicotine products, straight up, banned it, banned it, but not because, you know, I, I was making this correlation earlier, I was talking to, to Casey about this, but do you remember how in the United States, we had the Surgeon General, Jerome Adams, on Twitter, talking about how masks definitely don't help anything, COVID, don't bother, don't bother masks, 
They don't help. They don't help. Everybody was saying that, not just Jerome Adams. He was the biggest meat puppet of the parade, but everybody was saying that, right? Masks, they don't help. They don't help. They don't help. It turns out that masks actually do help quite a bit and that the reason that they were saying that masks don't help is so that people wouldn't buy them so that masks would be available for those that maybe need them more, right? So in order to protect the supply of masks, the United States told the general public, don't bother buying masks because they don't work. Then they backtracked, you know, retconned that whole thing later on by saying, oh, well, well, you know, the only reason that we were saying that is to protect the masks, the limited amount of masks that we had for the important healthcare workers. That's, that's why we said that. That's why we said that. I'm willing to accept that. No, I'm not. I'm definitely not willing to accept that. Why would they not just say that in the first place? Why would the, why would the United States government not just be honest and say, look, Masks actually really do help a lot, but they're in really limited, limited supply. So we need to keep all of our best masks for those healthcare workers, for the people on the front lines. You can use a t-shirt and rubber bands or a scarf or anything to cover your face. Why in the United States did we have to get lied to? Why did we have to get lied to? And so it's kind of the same thing going on in France right now, except they are not lying to the citizens. They banned nicotine sales because of the finite supply of NRTs, nicotine, and products. They want to make sure that if and when this nicotine pans out, that they have enough products and enough patches and enough whatever NRTs and nicotine to go to the people who really need it. And they did that without lying. They just said, please, everybody, stop buying it so that we can use it for the people that need it. It probably will help you, but we need it now for other people. What, it's, a, it's incredible the difference uh, in communication that happens there. Why couldn't that have happened in the United States? Why could that have not happened in the United States? In the United States, you have to get lied to. You have to get, you know, fear. Fear, hysteria, paranoia, you know, that's the only way that I feel like the news media feels like anybody listens. Well, they're only going to listen if we scare the shit out of them. They're only going to pay attention if they believe that their life is in peril or that their kid's life is in peril or in danger or something. It's the only way we're going to get them to listen. How about just some truth? How about just some, some straight up facts about the issue? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So uh, we were going to look at this. Uh, we we're going to look at this, the Yahoo News headline, four times less likely. So they don't mention in the Guardian article, oh no, I lost my bookmark. Four times less likely to contract COVID-19, prompting nicotine patch trials on patients. The four times, five times thing, they didn't really mention in that Guardian article, in that Guardian article but they do mention it in here. Uh, they say here, we see here, where's the quote? Where is the quote? Where is the quote? Where is the quote? I should have had this, uh, I should have had this all queued up and I can't believe I didn't. I can't believe I didn't. Zeller quote, no, I can't believe I don't have this. Oh well, son of a bitch. Buy me a drink. 
This is, uh, there is a quote in here, however, in the Yahoo News from the health minister of France, of France, of Paris, uh, saying that this study is, quote, interesting, adding on, we will not be shutting any doors, and certainly not that one. That's fantastic. I feel like the health minister in France now is having to really like, really follow the science. I really, I think that that is what's up to you, Quentin. What's up? Just saying what's up, Quentin. In fact, right now, let's do this quick super chat here from Eifer. Uh, this is the GOP's MO, lie or tell half truths. But then again, it's the Dems MO too. Dude, <laughs> it seems to be not, it, this isn't even a left right thing. This just seems to be a power class, everybody else thing. Because we're not just being lied to and told half-druths by people like the Surgeon General and Secretary Azar and the Food and Drug Administration. It's the American Cancer Society, the American Lung Association, the American Heart Association. I'm going to have some links down in the description. Uh, one of them to the American Heart Association would just, it's just a rage, sweat-inducing article when the American, because I was really trying to look for objective facts and data about nicotine and nicotine consumption, nicotine's effects on our bodies, on our human brains. You know, for for a long time, nicotine was simply just considered a habit. It wasn't it wasn't an addiction. It was just considered something that people did habitually, and that there wasn't like a physical addiction to it. I was trying to find information about nicotine. Nicotine. I almost said it. And I wanted to fill my head with information about nicotine and all you can find is crap from the American Heart Association and from the American Lung Association and from like campaign for tobacco-free kids. I think it's insane that if I'm trying to go on the internet and find, you know, scholarly, peer-reviewed articles, studies, anything about nicotine, what I get served is Matt Myers telling me that nicotine's a carcinogen, you know? You get no accurate information. You get you get nothing. You get no accurate data trying to just decipher, learn about nicotine. It's crazy to me. Speaking of nicotine. So as I was saying, this nicotine thing, and I really I have a lot of uh I have a lot of I have a lot of hope that this is really gonna get some legs. Everything that we've seen so far is really, really promising really very insanely promising. And I think that if and when this pans out, if and when this pans out, pans out, pans out, it's really going to disrupt the way that people think about things. You know, it's going to challenge people and politicians and body part orgs and health orgs when these people say things like, Oh, I follow the science, you know, definitely always follow the science. I think we should, you know, legislate based on science. We should follow the science on all of this. You know, they always say, oh, if it's hurting our young kids, I want to know about it. If it's helping, I want to know about it. We need to follow the science on this. Joe Biden, sleepy Joe Biden, who just fell asleep in his own town hall meeting. Sleepy Joe Biden said the same exact thing. Science, I'm going to follow the science on this. To all of those I'm going to follow the science people. This is going to require you to put 
your biases aside, put your preconceived notions aside, and actually follow the science, even if it's into uncomfortable territory, uncomfortable territory. Wait, are you seeing pan or pan? Everybody, I follow the science. Now you get to prove it. Now you get to prove it. Inevitably, when this study comes out and they see, wow, wow, yeah, really low, protects against COVID, that's gonna require, is there a high-pitched stream? Okay, I'm sorry, I don't know exactly what's going on. I turned off my microphone, did that help at all? When, it, when, it, when I turned it off my microphone? I have no idea where this could possibly be coming from. Anything? Anything? Uh, good, I, I, I appreciate that. Thank you that I, saying I'm worth the noise, but that's not okay. I don't want anything, that's obnoxious. I don't, I hate that. I hate, I hate going to, I don't want to watch a stream and then like, oh, like I really want to watch this, but it's annoyingly annoying and it's like a thing. It's gone, seems to be gone. Fixed. Dang. Pfft. Appreciate your help, Danielle Jones. We're good to go? All right. Dang, I look, I don't know what that was. I, I, I did one little thing, one little thing, I'm, and, and, and as I'm doing it, I'm saying, this isn't gonna work. This isn't gonna work. Apparently it worked. Pow, welcome to that. Here we go, we just work through a dangle clack. It's all good, let's stay hydrated, hydro homies. And I did have, I know I saw a super chat in there as well. Where did it go? Where did it go? Alex, that noise is just the government trying to stifle you. Yeah. Oh, it could be. Holy crap. Holy crap. What if it's the what if it's the FDA? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course not. Of course not back on cigs. Who said that? Definitely not back on cigarettes. 100%. No microphones were harmed in the filming of this live stream. Yeah, nicotine study on Alzheimer's, Daniel Smith, absolutely, in 2014. It's been more than Alzheimer's. It's been Alzheimer's. It's been Parkinson's. We're going to talk a little bit. Yeah, it's only 4 o'clock. I'm probably going to go for an hour today. We, I definitely want to uh, talk about some of the benefits of nicotine. I'm going to talk about my, my, my research scientist crush of the world, Sally Sadel, because Sally Sadel has a lot of really... She's just so smart. You know, maybe that's what it is. She's just so smart and she's got so much good things to say about nicotine. She's so educated about nicotine. We're gonna talk about, we're gonna talk about aliens. We're gonna talk about some of the benefits of nicotine as well. I think, I love this. Uh, I love this nicotine COVID news. I love it. I absolutely love the crap out of it. Um, let me show you this as well. Oh, no. Oh, that's a, that's a nicotine uh, overview there from, uh, this is one quote, this is from The Guardian. This is from The Guardian. I owe uh, three of you new pants. David, do I owe you new pants? This is a quote from the, uh, from the French article, The Effect. Now, this is the doctor talking about nicotine and COVID. This is enough, I think, to give you hope. It gives me a little bit of hope and it gives it should give everybody a little bit of hope. I love that. I love that nicotine. <laughs> I can't even put into words 
ironic, I don't know what even the word could possibly be that nicotine, that nicotine vaping could be protecting people from COVID. I mean, this is something that we speculated about forever ago. Like when it first started, everyone was saying, oh, the PG, you know, PG might be, you know, it's an antibacterial, it's an antiviral. And then really the, like the kind of the science wasn't really there for that. It's, it's a little bit there, but it, the science isn't enough there for you to even kind of make that claim. You know, it's just not there. If you're Jerome Adams, then you would make that claim based on as little science as possible. But for the rest of us that like to use, you know, facts, the science isn't quite there for propylene glycol being an antibacterial but the science is really starting to be there with nicotine and helping you prevent COVID. I have to find this. I have to find this. I have to find this. Here, at least let me show you this quote because this is a great quote. The effect is significant. It divides the risk by five for ambulatory patients and by four for hospitalized patients. You rarely see that in medicine. Green-eyed lady was calling nicotine a miracle drug in the chat. I kind of truly and honestly definitely believe that. If this doctor is saying that nicotine is doing something that you don't rarely see in medicine, that just seems huge to me. That just seems huge to me. Nicotine vaping. I've been saying this for years, you guys. It's going to change the world. Vaping is going to change the world. Nick Nitschoff, have a great rest of your day. Amigo, tell Casey, hey, miss you guys. Nick Nitschoff, I miss you too, man. Come to the live stream on Wednesday on the Yo-Yo Instagram. I want to see you there, okay? Miss you, Nick. Appreciate you. Uh, I got another Nick. Holy crap. What is this? Nick's? Three Nick's? Nick, very gracious of you. Oh, no, people will be drinking nicotine next. Yeah, people need to... I think everybody needs to calm down a little bit. I'm imagining that if this news, if and when this news gets broadcast in the United States, and you know what? It, it might never, it might never make it over here. I, I, I'd love to see Philip DeFranco talk about it. I'd love for Joe Rogan to get a whiff of this news. Is anybody tweeting these links at him? Someone needs to talk about it because... I don't see like NBC News picking this up. I don't picture, I don't see CNN picking this up. I've seen it in the, oh, the sound is back. The sound is back. People are saying the sound is back. I think the, I think the sound is back. I've heard that the sound is back. Vaping is going to change the world. Yes. So sadistic in the chat. A hundred percent. How stupid would Cuomo feel if this proves to be true? I hope all, I hope most, I hope he feels insanely, insanely stupid. I know the thing is bad. Hang on. Okay. Hang on. Let me try the thing again. Hold please. Let me try the thing. Just one more time. I'll even put on some hold music. Uh, there you go.
have a feeling it's just a bad chord. Let me know how it sounds right now. Let me know how it sounds right now. Everybody is going to feel stupid. Everybody. I want everybody, not everybody. I just want people that stood in the way to feel foolish. I, I can almost list them, you know, off my head. It's like uh, Cuomo, for sure. Uh, Whitmer, for sure. Matt Myers, oh, 8,000%, right? 8,000%. We're going to talk about Matt Myers. I'm going to read quickly Matt, Matt Myers talking about this COVID thing. Seems to be gone. Gretchen Whitmer, uh, Surgeon General Jerome Adams. If the Surgeon General Jerome Adams doesn't already feel the most foolish that a human can feel, he needs to feel more foolish. And shout out to Dimitri. Damn. Shout out to Dimitri, the vaping Greek. I, I mean, this is a fist bump directly to Dimitri, the vaping Greek. One of my very, very first subscribers. One of the very, very first people I ever met in this industry. Uh, I could not be more proud to be associated even loosely with Dimitri because he's done so much great stuff in the vaping industry and in the vape community. And I love, I love with all of my love, how hard he has been tearing into Jerome Adams on Twitter. It's, it's a sight to behold. It's incredible. And it's one of those things. I'm glad that he's going after Jerome Adams. I want to go after, I don't know, pick a body part org, American Lung Association. You know, what did Clive Bates say? Discredit the myth-making machine. Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids is one of the biggest, biggest myth-making machines in the history of myth-making machines. We're going to read a little bit here from... Uh, from Matt Myers, you know. COVID-19 press release campaign for tobacco-free kids. Never has it been more important for smokers to quit and for individuals to avoid damaging their lungs by vaping. Still equating. That's who I honestly want to feel the most foolish. I want people, people that say, you know, people that whatever, shit on vaping, oh, it's brain poison, uh, whatever, and you're just anti-vaping, I want them to feel foolish. I guess there's an extra foolish level for Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids and Matt Myers because they constantly, constantly equate combustible tobacco cigarette use with vaping. There's no differentiation between the two, regardless of the mountains of empirical data that exists that shows how much of a harm reduction tool electronic cigarettes and vaping are. Nope. Campaign for tobacco-free kids, just as bad, just as bad as smoking. COVID-19 attacks the lungs and behaviors and weakens the... COVID-19 attacks the lungs and behaviors that weaken the lungs. What? This is the weirdest sentence. I don't know why I can't figure this. Plus nicotine. And now, now, plus nicotine, positive thing. Oh yeah, Danielle Jones. Oh my gosh, yes. I hope they feel foolish and lose all their funding. 100%. I want Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids deplatformed. No one should be listening to anything that Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids says anymore. And I want it to be like, you know, you always want the large awakening, right? It's easy with vapors just slowly like, Campaign for Tobacco Free Kids, like you just, you instantly, it's like, hi, welcome to vaping. Uh, you hate Campaign for Tobacco Free Kids now, by the way. And you go, oh, I, I do. How did that happen? It just, it just happens. But what I want to happen is like a large, po a large group of the populace, you know, just 
just millions, like tens of thousands of people just suddenly turn on tobacco campaign for tobacco for kids. Like everybody one day just goes, wait, what? Wait, what? And then they feel foolish and then they lose their funding. Yes. And look, I don't wish anything bad on Matt Myers. He, he whatever, he's just going to live his life. I don't care. Go be happy. Just leave me alone. Just leave me alone and leave everybody else alone. The coronavirus attacks the lungs and behaviors that weaken the lungs put individuals at a greater risk. One of those activities, you know, that they're talking about is vaping. According to Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids, because, you know, fuck the 64,000 doctors worldwide that are part of the Royal College of Physicians for thinking that vaping's any better than burning combustible tobacco cigarettes. Yeah, fuck all of them. E-cigarettes damage your lungs. Because Matt Myers is a doctor... I don't, the harmful impact of smoking on the lungs is a well-documented and, and there is a growing body of evidence to suggest that e-cigarette use can also lung, harm lung health. Is there a growing body of evidence? See, here's the thing. I'm going to let you decide. I'm going to let you decide if there's a growing body of evidence or not by leaving this in the description to this video. And you can click the little link that says evidence. And this is one of the most infuriating things about this because Campaign for Tobacco Free Kids tries to be this benevolent organization like, oh, look, we're giving you all this information. Look, here's information about vaping and COVID and look at this, evidence that e-cigarettes can harm your lungs. If you click that little evidence link, it takes you to a BMI journal entry, which is 12,000 pages long and uses words longer than I've ever used in my entire life. And there's no information. There's no abstract summary of it. It's just pure raw fucking 12,000 pages of data. And I'm assuming that Campaign for Tobacco Free Kids does that on purpose so that when someone comes here, imagine you come here and you're just, you're just Susan, the hip housewife, you know, mom, and you don't know much about vaping or anything, and you come here and you're like, whoa, there's a growing body of evidence that e-cigarettes can harm your lung health? What? That's weird. I'll educate myself on this topic using the Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids website. And then you click on this little evidence thing. And then it just takes you to page after page of stuff you can't understand. I think they just want it to be confusing on purpose. I think... They want people to click on that link and get so overwhelmed that they just go, well, I'll just take their word for it. You know, uh, who has time to read all this? It's this complex web of weird studies and things that don't make any sense. And they still cite Stanton Glantz studies in here, even though he's been disgraced and, and has retracted his studies. They still cite, cite Stanton Glantz studies in here confusing on purpose. They don't want to give you good information. They want you to be scared and they want you to take their word for it. There is conclusive evidence that smoking increases the risk for respiratory infections, weakens the immune system, and is a major cause. A number of chronic health conditions, including chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD, uh, heart disease, diabetes. There are factors. These are factors that put smokers, uh, and in all likelihood, vapors as well at a greater risk when confronted with coronavirus. 
This is going to age like milk. These factors put smokers and in all likelihood, just guessing, they're basically saying, and maybe, and in all likelihood, vapors as well at an increased risk of COVID-19, of contracting COVID-19. This was released um, after the French study, by the way. This was released in response to someone in the world saying that there is a benefit to nicotine. Campaign for Tobacco Free Kids and Matt Myers will just fucking not have that. No, <laughs> you, no. So this is their rebuttal to that. There has never been a better time for smokers to quit and for individuals to protect their health by avoiding use of all tobacco products, including e-cigarettes. Abstinence only. Abstinence only for Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids. Abstinence only. For more information, please visit this recent blog post director by the director of the National Institute on Drug Abuse, who says, because COVID-19 attacks the lungs, the coronavirus that causes COVID-19 could be an especially serious threat to those who smoke tobacco or marijuana or those who vape. Yeah. Um, so that doctor said that after this news about nicotine protecting against COVID was announced, he's saying that it actually makes it worse. And that's where the nuance comes in. We're, we're going to wrap this up here. I want to tell you my nicotine story, and I'm going to get angry with my buddy James and his freaking 50 milligram rise disposable bars. We're going to talk about nicotine <laughs> and how I deal with nicotine. <laughs> yes. They want you to see they want you to see the forest. They want you to not see the forest for the trees. Yes. They really just want it to be confusing. They 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 have this insane prohibitionist abstinence only mindset, this ideology of only, you know, nothing. Nothing. No smoking, no vaping, no abstinence. Abstinence is the only way to be real safe, to be real safe. Sure. You know how you never get in a car accident? You never get in a car. That's how you never get in a car accident. You just never get in a car or you never be around cars. You don't walk along the side of the road. You just don't avoid cars altogether. Complete abstinence. How is that? Is that how, is that a way to live? Is that a way to live? Is that a way to live? Or do you get on your you do you get on your motorcycle and you put on a helmet? Or you get on your bicycle and you put in a helmet? Or you get in your car and you click your safety belt? Are there safety measures that we can put in place to reduce the harm of getting in a possible collision? Or do you want to avoid collisions altogether? Never just never get in a car. Abstinence works. JK, I'm being sarcastic there. I don't want anyone to think I'm being serious. That was sarcasm and sometimes I uh, Sometimes I'm bad at sarcasm. Actually, I'm actually really good at sarcasm. My wife is really bad at sarcasm and her being really bad at sarcasm makes me think that I'm really bad at sarcasm because whenever I'm sarcastic, she doesn't, she thinks I'm serious. See the way that works? That's a, it's a weird thing. That's a weird thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> never drink again. You wanna never drown? Never hold a cup of water? Never drink? Never jump in a swimming pool? Never drink a drink? Uh, yes, 
Uh, Drake says, talk about Swedish snus and clear the air, Grim Green. Uh, did it twice to catch your eye. Yes, you did. Good job. Snus. Um, th- there, here's one thing that, I can, uh, that we can mention here as well. This tweet from Greg Connolly that I saw. Uh, Someone please explain to me why we don't have COVID-19 data from Sweden or Norway on patients who smoke, use snus, or use both products. Charles Gardner, and especially never smokers who use snus. Uh, are they at higher, lower, same risk from COVID-19? This is stuff that I'm hoping will get studied and we will get answers to. Um, Sweden has you know, some of, if not the lowest uh, cancer rates in, in the whole of the European Union because in Sweden, snus is a very normal societal thing to do. Everybody uses snus. Going to Sweden uh, twice now, no smokers. You see no smokers there. People don't smoke there. People, people snus or people vape, and they have the lowest cancer rates in the European Union because snus is, as we know now, thankfully the FDA finally, you know, put their whatever, their all-powerful, you know, seal on snus and can call it, you know, only this one brand, a reduced harm product. And it 100% is a reduced harm product. 100% reduced harm product. So look, in the event that you can't get e-liquid and you want to stave off COVID some more and you can't get any patches, in France, you can only buy a month's worth of nicotine patches and non-smokers are buying these nicotine patches. This whole nicotine discussion is is opening up in a really weird way that I ne- really never expected to happen. Never expected to happen. It's it's crazy. Uh, let's see. I had some more stuff in here I wanted to show you guys. Um, Sal, I'm going to post. Um, it's 420, by the way. Happy shed time to anybody that partakes. I wanted to post some links in the description of this video, all informational links, um, tons of articles, studies, some of my favorite articles from the past. Uh, there's an incredible article uh, from Forbes. Sally Sadel did it. It's one of my favorite pieces of whatever, anything that anybody's ever written, like ever, <laughs> you know, ever. It's amazing. And this quote from it, this quote from it is one of my favorite. And this comes from Sally Sadel, which if you don't know Sally Sadel, get to know Sally Sadel. Follow her on Twitter, read her articles, read her peer-reviewed, whatever published material she's done. She's brilliant. I love her. She's smart. I love her. She's smart. Sally Sadel on nicotine. Nicotine is a mild stimulant and poses negligible risks in healthy people. It enhances the performance of some tasks, especially those involving vigilance and rapid visual cue processing. It can also sharpen memory, concentration, and attention in the short term. Benefits. Someday, we're going to get to a place where the Surgeon General, he's going to have to start talking about the benefits of nicotine. We're going to get to a place where, you know, the Food and Drug Administration, Stephen Hahn, they're going to have to start talking about the health benefits, benefits of nicotine. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that just be a damn thing if nicotine really was the solution to all of this quarantine COVID and possibly because of vaping, we could keep people from contracting it? 
I think that's unbelievable. This news is going to test people in ways that they've never been tested before. It's going to, it's like I said earlier, it's going to have people who say they follow the science. They are going to have to put their money where their mouth is and follow the effing science on this. It's going to save lives. Vaping is already saving lives. It's going to save more lives. It's going to save more lives than we thought it could, you know, originally. More than it could originally. Um, so here we go. We've been at this an hour here now. And uh, I just want to real quickly uh, talk about my, my journey struggle, I guess, uh, I guess in, with nicotine. Exactly, Duggar. Nothing in excess, everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. And uh, I'm a big fan of nicotine. I, I, uh, I've told my smoking story at least a bazillion times, at least a hundred bazillion times. Hang on, let me make sure I'm not missing any uh, super chats. I definitely am. Holy crap, I definitely am missing all sorts of super chats. Uh, to Danielle Jones, oh, okay, to Danielle Jones from Matt Sinister. <laughs> Taco Bell was delicious. A beefy five-layer burrito tastes so good. Cheese and sour cream with the first bite. Baja Blast washes it down. Beefy five-layer burrito. You're a man after my own heart. Ethan, very gracious of you. Uh, the ring is just... <coughs> Cuomo. Cuomo trying to silence you. I'm just dry. I, I stay hydrated, hydro homies. That's not a cough from any... I'm just dry. I just have a dry throat. Uh... Nabil, Nabil, first time I've managed to catch a live in a long, long time. Only managed to tune in now. Hope you're well. Dude, I'm doing well. Thank you for coming out. Southern Comfort, does vaping stop COVID-19? Technically, yes. But so what? That's going to be the greatest Instagram meme of all time when it finally happens. I want to watch Governor Cuomo have to say that vaping or that nicotine could help protect people against COVID. Could you imagine him having to say that? Could you imagine, you know, Gavin Newsom in California trying to do that? Uh, Drake, Grim Green, snooze and your opinion and thoughts and facts. I, uh, I like snooze. I use snooze. Uh, I used to use snooze a lot, lot more than I have recently, but I still use it. I think it's spectacular. There's varying levels of nicotine in snooze, kind of like there is with uh, with vaping. You can self-administer the nicotine portion that you want. Um, I got some snooze pouches that were just too high. I felt like I was getting too much nicotine, almost made me nauseous a little bit a few times. Um, but there's all sorts of different ones. You can, you can buy them on the internet. Uh, you can buy general snooze on the internet and you can even buy non-tobacco snooze all, all across the internet. And it's the same basic idea. They're just varying nicotine levels. Um, it, there's no, you know, carcinogens and, and things like this. What snooze is, is really very crazy, finely, finely ground and treated tobacco, finely, finely ground and treated tobacco. And part of the harm reduction from it comes from the idea that you keep snooze in your refrigerator. That's part of it is the temperature of it. Keep snooze in your refrigerator. Is that enough? You want more opinions, thoughts, and facts? Um, snooze is a very good option for anybody. Anybody, any smoker that doesn't want to smoke, snooze. 
snus. Harm reduction like, whoa, they estimate that snus is 85 to 90% less harmful for you than burning and inhaling combustible tobacco cigarettes. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, thank you, uh, Southern Comfort. Light bearer. Indigenous Americans have been saying tobacco is medicine forever. Wouldn't be the first time modern medicine was last to the game. Yeah, look, I get it. It happened first with cannabis, right? We were told for decades, <laughs> decades that what? Marijuana cannabis had no redeeming qualities, no medical possibilities, it's as addictive as heroin. It's a schedule one drug. If you do it, you're, you're flushing your life down the toilet. It's gonna ruin your life. It's gonna punch your mom in the face. It's gonna, you know, it's the worst thing, right? How did all that age? How did, how did reefer madness age? How did all of that age? Poorly, poorly. All we need is time. All we need is time. Uh, Terrell, very gracious of you. You didn't, you didn't say anything, my man, and you didn't have to. I appreciate that. Frankie as well. Let me give you a fist bump that back there, Frankie. I appreciate that. Eifer, uh, they want you to see the forest. That's right. They want you to not see the forest for the trees. And then Daniel Smith, the state of California determined that all restaurants use chemicals that can cause cancer. Stay away from restaurants. Daniel Smith, you open up a whole other ball of wax there that I don't even want to I hate the California Prop 65. Just hate it. Just hate it. It's dumb. When everything causes cancer, nothing causes cancer. It's incredible to me that I am standing outside of Disneyland, like in the waiting area, haven't even scanned my ticket yet, and there's little signs next to like the bushes that says, this area contains substances known to California to cause, you know, known to the state of California to cause cancer. So we have this warning here in a, a basically open park next to bushes, something in this area, California has determined that something here, something, something's giving you cancer. When everything gives you cancer, I mean, you can't be scared of everything. That's why the fear tactic isn't sustainable. That's why you just can't constantly keep people afraid of things. It doesn't work. You can't be afraid of everything. Here's something else for you guys to be afraid of. At some point you just go, what? Wait, why am I afraid again? Drake, uh, you really like snooze. Do you Drake? You're a big fan of snooze. Sunlight causes cancer. California causes cancer. The ocean causes cancer. You really like snooze there, Drake? Look, I'm on board. Snooze it up. I'm, 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 I'm a fan of snoozing. I'm a fan of harm reduction. I'm a fan of doing anything you can do to get your nicotine that is not a combustible tobacco cigarette. Last super chat here from Southern Comfort. Voted for DeSantis down here in Florida. He says he doesn't support a flavor ban. I've called his office several times. He needs to do right by us vapors. Absolutely. Uh, DeSantis said he does not support a flavor ban. Did he veto the SB 810? Did he, did he veto SB 810? I'm not 100% sure what happened there, Southern Comfort. Okay, so real quickly, real quickly, let's start wrapping this up. Let's start wrapping this up. Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. It's a quick little news information. This is becoming uh, free-for-all, just news free-for-all. Every Tuesday, we're gonna be talking about news and trying to disseminate 
between what's real and what's fake news. And I, it's just, you know, God damn it. The world's just a crazy ass place right now. And even me, I don't know where the information, you know, what information I'm getting is, is true and honest and accurate and what is fabricated or maybe contorted a little bit to sort of fit people's agendas. You know, we like doing that here in, in the world now. And that's why you have scientists on both sides of this argument. You have, I don't know, I guess you don't have scientists on the other side of it. That's why you have, I guess you do have scientists on both sides of it. Some, some scientists and doctors saying vaping. Harm reduction, vaping, 95% less harmful, harm reduction, clean nicotine, right? And then you have scientists on the other side saying, oh, no, no, nicotine is brain poison and nicotine heart, uh, heart attacks, I think, as well with nicotine and uh, really, 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 really addictive, really, really, really addictive. Uh, it, it's addictive and that's why cigarettes are so bad. If you're caught in the middle, of course, like, fucking, of course people are confused. How do you get your news and rely on it? That's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try, try to, I'm try to, try to get you guys some news that you can rely on and not just garbage. Follow science. And you know, a lot of this, there's been a lot of things in my life where you have to, you have to reevaluate your stance on things. You have to use new information and new science and new data to change your worldview into a more accurate and truthful, you know, position. It's a lot. It's a lot for me. It's a lot for anybody. And it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. Uh, Advocate for Liberty. I love that you're getting fired back into your advocacy again. Finally having good news being pushed globally sure does help. Yeah. I was just a uh, snooze ban. You please talk about it. Is there a snooze ban? I don't. I don't know, Drake. Uh, I'm not a snooze specialist. Um, I've I've been reading as much as I possibly can and learning as much as I can about snooze. I've been using snooze for years. I don't know about a snooze ban. At least not in the United States. Uh, snooze is legal. It can now be a modified risk product. Can be a thing. Oh my gosh! Silent drive. Good point. Good point, Silent Drive. Silent Drive in with the super chat. I wonder what Bloomberg would say on nicotine now. He will just never change his mind. He will just never change his mind. If Mike Bloomberg changes his mind about vaping and nicotine, I don't even, I'll, I'll, I'll eat my flip-flop. I will cut this up into tiny pieces and I will eat it. No hot sauce, maybe some hot sauce. My head would explode. I cannot wait to see Bloomberg's reaction to this. I haven't seen anything out of Bloomberg news or anything about these nicotine French study that was done with nicotine and COVID. I, I haven't seen anybody reporting on it. Not Bloomberg, not anybody. Market Watch has reported on it. Everybody that I can find that's reported on it, I'll put a link to it down in the description below. You know, for anybody stumbling across this video in the future, it's going to be packed with links down there all about COVID and nicotine and this new French study. Market Watch, Yahoo, a few people have reported on it, but no one big, not like, you know, no CNN. I'm surprised Fox News hasn't reported on it yet. 
but that'll give you cancer. Yeah, Bloomberg, he's one of those guys, right? It's just so set in his ways. And that's just such an, like, I never want to be that guy. I don't want to be so set in my ways that I could never allow new data or new evidence to change my mind or to change my worldview to be more, 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 more factual, more true. So, um, peace out, Jason. Thanks for coming out, my man. Uh, the complete, seriously? In the complete EU except Sweden, buying and selling snus is illegal. I had no idea. Kofa, I had no idea. Dang. Well, let's talk about snus some more. Let's reserve a Tuesday, bro, Tuesday or a vlog or something to talk about some snus because I would love to get as you know educated myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig into it. I didn't know that it was banned across EU. That's just so bizarre. Because in Sweden, it's literally everywhere. It's literally everywhere. Wow. Wow. If Bloomy changes his mind, Eifer, you're going to join me? All right. Well, I got two, I got two Vans flip-flops for us to eat, Eifer, if and when Bloomberg uh, changes his mind. So here's where we're at. I want to talk about nicotine real quickly, just my experience with nicotine. So I started smoking and I've told my smoking story plenty too many times. I started smoking when I was 13 years old, seventh grade, typical peer pressure situation. Do it and you're cool. Do it and you're cool. Thought I was real cool, felt real cool. And then just kept smoking cigarettes, you know, um, kept smoking cigarettes. Didn't understand why I wanted to keep smoking cigarettes. When you are 13 years old and people are constantly telling you, you'll be addicted. You'll be addicted to cigarettes. These, you will be addicted to these. They will addict you. You will have no choice but to continue using them. Even if you don't want to, you still will. And you have no control over it. No, I don't understand. You, know, you, know, you don't understand that when you're 13 years old. You have no idea what that means at all. And I didn't understand it. I'm like, I don't know. I just need to keep smoking these. Every cigarette butt I could find off the ground, smoking it. I would find cigarette butts with maybe two or three puffs left in them. I would not let those go unsmoked. Nope. Three little puffs. I'll take it where I can get it. And I didn't understand this like, well, God damn it. Why do I need this so much? Is this what addiction is? Is this what it feels like to be addicted that I just constantly, constantly crave it. And like, even when I don't want it and it stinks, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to be addicted to it. Fuck, fuck cigarettes, fuck nicotine, you know? And then you just give in and you just, and then you just, you know, you settle in. It must've been uh, a number of years later. I want to say I was like 18 or 19. You know, you're finally out of high school and you just settle in and you're like, I'm a smoker. I'm a smoker now. Uh, I'm a smoker. I like the way nicotine makes me feel. The way that I get nicotine is through smoking and I'm smoking. I'm just a smoker. You know, you just, I just gave in. I didn't, you deny it for so long. You're like, look, as long as I'm not buying cartons, I'm not a smoker. Okay. Cartons are for smokers buying cartons, right? I just give in. I'm a smoker. Never really tried to quit. <laughs> just wanted to just smoked. And it was, a, it was, I just dove head first into smoking. My brother and I both just dove head first into smoking. We smoked, we would smoke cigars and cigarettes and cigars and cigarettes at the same time. It was just loved it. 
nicotine, great. Bring it on. And then smoking for a few years, <laughs> you start, I start turning 25, 26 years old and I feel like shit feel awful because of smoking for so many years. I feel terrible, constant cough, constant out of breath, have no desire, you know, can't exercise. You just feel like shit. You're coughing in the middle of the night. There were times I would wake up in the middle of the night, just coughing, just coughing, just coughing in the middle of the night. I'd go in the kitchen, drink water, cough into the sink, drink water. Oh, try to go back to sleep. Wake up in the morning like my fucking memory was erased and light up a cigarette first thing. First thing, it's like, didn't you remember last night how miserable that was? Nope, you're just you're just going back in for the cigarettes. All right, addiction, baby. Cigarettes, that was the way to get. <laughs> that was the way to get nicotine, or snooze. Drake, you can use snooze to get nicotine. Where are you located, Drake? You re, you you are really into snooze. Really into snooze. So my brand was cool, blue box, menthols, baby. Smoking. And I liked nicotine, and I liked the way it liked it made me feel. I liked it. I just liked using nicotine and I thought cigarettes is how I get nicotine, so I'm just going to keep smoking cigarettes. And I started really enjoying nicotine when I would go longer times without cigarettes. So there was a time, there was a brief period in my time where I was I was smoking again and I didn't I didn't really want anybody to know I was smoking again. It was one of those like, yeah, I'm smoking again. It's cool. I'm just, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm just going to I would go I would smoke uh in before I would go to work, I would drive to work, work the whole day without smoking, drive home, and then light up a cigarette. And let me tell you, nine and a half, ten hours without a cigarette, when you get home and light up that cigarette and you feel the nicotine, yes. That's when I really started like, whoa, nicotine. Oh, thank you. I could feel my mood improve. You know, I could feel my focus improve. I'm like, wow, nicotine is this is great. Too bad it's cigarettes. Too bad this is going to just put me in an early grave because I really had no intention of quitting. I paused like all smokers do at one point in their life. You pause smoking, right? I paused smoking for about four or five years. No cigarettes. It was a struggle. It was just straight up cold turkey. It was sheer willpower. Just one day I was smoking, the next day I was not, and that, ha that went on for four years. And then I went back to the secret smoking phase, secret smoking and secret smoking led to vaping, secret smoking led to vaping. And so I discovered vaping and I'm trying to convert myself because nobody I know vapes, very little information on the internet. There's one YouTuber named Leaford at the time who has birds that squawk in the background of his videos and I'm struggling. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what this is. I don't know what nicotine I need. I, I'm going from cigarettes. So I got 36 milligram nicotine, traditional 36 milligram nicotine. It was a clove liquid and I would just vape it uh, and I would vape it and it would just annihilate your throat. Like it gives you that really good, like tightening nicotine throat hit. I, go, I went for the highest nicotine I could find. There was, once upon a time, believe it or not, like 48 milligram traditional nicotine. 
I went for the 36 milligram. It was the high, you know, once upon a time, we didn't have nicotine levels. We had low, medium, high, and extra high. I went for the high level of nicotine because I wanted this to work. I didn't want to be what Stanton Glantz says is a dual user. I didn't want to do that, even though I did for a while. I want, I really wanted vaping to work. I wanted, I got high nicotine because I said, this cigarettes are done. This has to work. So I just dove in with the highest nicotine possible and it absolutely worked. Absolutely worked. You, you go two days without a cigarette, you feel like you can conquer the world. 36 milligram nicotine. As I was vaping 36 milligram nicotine, I noticed that I would get headaches constantly, constantly have nicotine headaches because I would vape every time I craved a cigarette, which was a lot, and I would vape 36 milligram. And so it was giving me the nicotine I needed, but it was giving me these awful headaches, these just pounding headaches, nicotine headaches. When you have too much nicotine, that's one of the things. Consistently too much nicotine, headaches, nausea. I got nauseous, I got headaches. So I thought, I have to lower my nicotine. Uh, Let's lower the nicotine. I went from 36 milligram down to 18 milligram. And I was nervous. I was really nervous to drop my nicotine because I thought, shit, shit. What if I go back to smoking? What if I lower my nicotine and it's not enough and I go back to smoking? Thankfully, 18 milligram was enough. I had acclimated to 36, went right down to 18. Easy peasy. Stayed on 18 for probably two years. Dropped down to 12. After that, dropped down to six after that. And by then we were into cloud chasing times. So I dropped down to three and now we cloud chase, went down to like 1.5 milligram for a while. And over the course of the 10 years of vaping, my nicotine consumption has gone way up and way down and way up and way down and way up and way down. And I know my own limits of how much nicotine I'm comfortable with. I know the minimum amount of nicotine that would keep me satisfied. And I go constantly up and down and up and down. And lately for the last like six months, I've been down. I've been off salt nick. I've been off of all pod systems, off of all disposables, off of all everything. It's just been three milligram in an RDA, six milligram in a mouth to lung. Perfect. Perfect, right? And then James has to upset the balance and send me a rise bar disposable. Not just one, 8,000 of them. And of course he's gonna make one in a banana menthol flavor that I love. So of course I'm gonna try it out. Give it a few puffs on the vlog, it's no big deal. It's just 50 milligram, I've done this before. Vlog's over, guess what? Nick Green still vaping the 50 milligram rise. The next morning, First thing I reach for is my 50 milligram rise. Friday, I was vaping my 50 milligram rise and I went, fuck. <laughs> I'm back on high nicotine. And I didn't want, like I specifically tried, I specifically got down, way down off of this only to be ripped back into it. Ripped back into it. And I've been enjoying it. You know, it's fine. For now, it's fine. But I have a method. I have a system for getting myself, this is what works for me, to quickly drop my nicotine level when I get sucked back in by a real cool, slick, disposable, like the Rise. I set up my K-Fun. Um, there's a Turk coil in here. This is, so the Rise is 50 milligram. 
I've been ditching the rise and I lowered, this is 20 milligram in here, 20. Huge difference between 50 down to 20. 20 still fine, it's still great. 20, I'm down to 20. Underneath that is this. This is 20, this is 12. 12, 20, 50, six. This is the goal. This is what I grab for first, six milligram. And if I vape it and I vape it and I vape it and I feel good, then it's fine and I'll set it down. And if I vape it and I vape it and I vape it and I go, all right, give me the 12. So I'll have some 12. 12 is good, 12's working, fine, that's where we leave it. If 12's not fine, if 12's not working, we go to the 20. This is where things need to end. I cannot jump from the 20 back to the rise bar. This is where things have to end. I have to stay under 20 milligram. I want to lower my nicotine. I love nicotine, but I want to lower my nicotine because nicotine affects everybody differently. When I'm on the 50 milligram stuff, it's fine, it's satisfying. It's not, you know, it's not, I'm, I don't want people to think that this is some huge, you know, huge divide or huge difference. I just notice I get a little bit more antsy, get a little bit more anxious, especially when I don't have a vape in my hand. I notice I vape a lot more when I have high nicotine stuff because I'm craving it a lot more. So I wanna lower my nicotine. This is how I do it. 50 to 20 to 12 to six. And then eventually, boosh, we land here on three. And then when you get to three, that's when you get all the fun stuff like big mods and RDAs and cloud chasing, three milligram. Ultimately, you guys use nicotine the way that you need to use nicotine in order to not smoke combustible tobacco cigarettes. That is just the advice that I'm gonna give everybody. If you're good, exactly, green-eyed lady. If you're good at 18 milligram, Good, there, there you go, that's where you're at. That's where you're good. You're good at 18. If you're good at three, then stay good at three. If you're good at 12, 12. If you go back and forth and you're like, some days I vape a 50 milligram, some days I vape a six, then that's for you. This is self-administering what you need. You get to decide that. And I think that's, one of the, that's just one of the best things about vaping, apart from nicotine and apart from being incredibly satisfying, so much more satisfying than cigarettes, and apart from being <laughs> you know, less risk of contracting COVID, COVID-SARS-2, vaping's gonna change the world and flavors are gonna help it. You DIY your own five milligram? Yeah, I would love to go like a four milligram. I always thought 246 was a good nicotine level. 246? And then salts, like we're not even individual wellness, Logan. Fucking A. Give me kind of a high five there, Logan. Individual wellness. Oh, I love that. Appreciate that, Logan. Anyway, um, so that's my nicotine story. Ultimately, today, this is what I've been vaping all day. I've just been clutching my six milligram, and that's been fine, and I've been enjoying it. And that's been fine. And I'm not gonna beat myself up if I come in here and I grab my rise bar. Look, I'm gonna hit this rise bar right now. Say something, call the cops. 50 milligram, getting me all nicotined out. It's just, it's just something you do for yourself. Vape what makes you feel comfortable. Vape what satisfies you, you know? Tolerance, I know, Eileen, tolerance. Tolerance is something we didn't even bring up when we're talking about the nicotine debate, but Tolerance is something that's very, very real with nicotine. You do, you build up a tolerance to it, which is why every kid's first cigarette, my first cigarette, whoa, what a buzz, man. What a buzz, such a buzz. 
I wonder if that's why youths are so interested in, in jewels. Could it be because of the buzz? The buzz? All right, let's wrap this up. I'm going to do these super chats. I appreciate you guys sticking with me. I went a little long today. Eifer, if Bloomy changes, that's right. You're going to eat my uh, bill. I'm just kidding. You're going to eat my uh, flip-flop. Four British eyes only. Three milligram in RDAs, six milligram in single coil RTAs, 12 milligram in mouth to lung. Awesome. That's, yeah, I mean, that's more or less kind of what I got. In everything that is a lung, I usually do three. Sometimes in a restricted lung, I can do six, but generally I like to just do three in lungs. Like if I'm lunging, I'm just going to keep it at three. We're just going to keep it at three. Unless it's six. And honestly, I found six to be really very satisfying. I can easily go from like a 20 to a 12 to a six pretty quickly. Mostly because it's just this Cubano, this tobacco Cubano flavor gives me a nice like retro feeling throat hit in the back of my throat, but... Six, self-care, self-administering, take care of yourself first. I'm just kidding. I don't know exactly where that was going. But uh, here, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this on, uh, wrap this Tuesday, bro, Tuesday on up here. I will, like I said, man, I'll have tons of links down in the description to every article that I talked about today, even some older stuff featuring Sally Sadel, featuring uh, people like Mitch Zeller, all interesting information, all interesting articles. And uh, yeah, one more super chat here from Eifer. Eifer, very good. Three milligram out of the mouth to lung grim kit. Oh, right. And not to fog up my own room because it's all I have for now. Okay. Don't, don't go crazy. Don't go crazy. There is, I mean, truly and honestly, there is a limited, I mean, I'm not trying to cause like some sort of, you know, whatever run on vape gear, but People are having a hard time getting vape gear. Liquid, a lot of liquids are out of stock. Coil heads seems to be the biggest one. Coil heads keep getting out of stock everywhere. Everybody, people keep emailing me. Why can't I find smoke coil heads? Where can I get these coil heads? Why can't I find these coil heads? I'm like, ah, China, it's COVID, it's quarantine. I mean, the supply chain is, uh, the supply chain is, uh, you know, whatever this motion is sort of fizzling a little bit right now. Uh, Matthew, that's very gracious of you. You didn't say anything. Uh, you didn't have to. I'll give you a fist bump there. Living Dust, you're the best e-girl on YouTube. Ha! Yeah. I'm certainly the worst dancer on YouTube. <laughs> nicotine. I'm blaming all of my actions right now on the nicotine. Right now. So let's have some three milligram, you guys. Cheers. So just breathe. Breathe in that nicotine, rest a little bit easy in the fact that the nicotine that we've all been vaping could actually be helping prevent us from contracting COVID-19. I love that. I love it times a thousand. I love it times a thousand. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. No more super chats, no more questions. Thank you guys seriously for joining me uh, again here on Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. We're gonna be doing these every week. This is the news free for all show and it's just gonna be news and awesomeness always every Tuesday, bro, Tuesday, 3.30 p.m. I'll see you here. Other than this, Thursday, the vlog, going back to live. I'll see you guys at 4.30 p.m. Thursday for the vlog. Cool? 
cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, shit. Like I said, thank you guys. Seriously, so much for watching. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Uh, I really appreciate it. Really appreciate the support. You know, it's just been it's just been weird. Everything's everything's been weird. I feel weird. YouTube is weird. The vape industry is weird. Or it's all just weird right now. I'm going to be relying on you guys as much as you rely on me. And uh, I, I really appreciate you guys coming out. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you so much. Hope that was uh, fun, entertaining. I'll see you guys all Thursday. Anyway, seriously, Colton, very gracious of you. You want to get a shout out there right at the very end? Right there. That's for you, Colton. Appreciate you. Anyway, thank you guys, seriously, so much for watching. Be excellent to each other, you guys. Smash that like button on your way out. I would really appreciate it. Peace.